Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jokestrap. This is episode number 21. Uh, this is Wes Hoffman. It is February 27th, and here we are recording another episode. Or here I am. There is no we. It is only I. Um, basic pronoun use, and I failed. <laughs> anyway, um, good to be here. Where else the hell would I be? Um, I'm on the computer, and I'm recording this. So, uh... Live from my bedroom. <clears throat> Welcome to my bedroom, everyone. Um, please knock before entering. Um, yeah, February 27th. Worst introduction ever to the podcast right there. Um, the music was Blink-182. It was a demo uh, recorded before their recent album came out titled California. If you have not heard that album and you are a Blink-182 fan, I recommend giving it a listen. Um, I've mentioned in previous episodes how the band is a lot different now, that Tom DeLonge is no longer one of the members and was replaced by Matt Skiba from the band Alkaline Trio, uh, who he's still a member of Alkaline Trio, but now he's also a member of Blink-182. And I have been leaning towards actually liking the, the new version of Blink-182 a lot better than that that had the Tom DeLonge. Anyway, um... Yeah, so uh, February 27th, tomorrow is February 28th. That is fucking reading the calendar at the finest level. Um, but uh, tomorrow is another night at O'Malley Sports Pub in Mountain View. And uh, we've got another great headliner coming through. Um, Joseph J. Lopez uh, from uh, Sacramento is going to be coming through um, and headlining the show. And we got a bunch of like killer comics on this lineup uh, all over. Uh, Pete Munoz will be coming through. Uh, Jeff Applebaum will be through. You may have seen him on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Uh, Hen Singleton is killer. Um, and uh, Tommy Broom will be there to make sure nobody keeps their hopes up and wants to kill themselves. So he'll be reminding us all why we hate life. No, not really. Tommy Broom's great. Uh, everyone just gives him shit. So I decided why be any different than the rest of them. Um, but yeah, uh, got a great show tomorrow. So looking forward to that. That is at eight o'clock. Uh, you should come on out, uh, Mountain View on Old Middlefield Way. Uh, it'll be a great time. It usually is. Last week I was worried. I was worried last week. Uh, <laughs> uh if you remember, if you listened to the podcast last week, I was bitching and moaning, um, about people, uh, complaining about the rain and all that shit. And damn, it came down last week. Um, it was raining really hard. Um, and surprisingly, all the comedians uh, made it to the show. I would have understood if any of them would have said, hey, Wes, I, I just can't do this. The weather is like a bullshit. Um, Trent Babb, he came all the way from Monterey. And it was it was really coming down last week. And uh, kudos to all the comedians that still came through for the show. I mean... I know I like was talking like shit about people not coming through and whatever because of weather, but it's really you got to be safe driving out there, especially in California when you're like, oh, what is this? What is this stuff coming from the sky? I don't know. I'm not used to it. And most of the majority of Californians, uh, they're not used to driving in the rain like that. And uh, I mean, it. I mean, we had a great show. We saw a great crowd too. Uh, I was a little worried about that. I uh, thought maybe there wouldn't be much of a crowd because of the rain, but there was actually a good turnout of people last week. So a uh, good show overall. Uh, Tina Allen closed it out strong. 
uh, Leaf, uh, the comedian who I hadn't seen in like uh, six or seven years, uh, he did a fantastic set, and uh, we had a great show. So looking for another great show tomorrow, and uh, looking forward to Joseph J. Lopez closing it out. Haven't seen him before. Going solely off a video clip he sent me, so uh, you better fucking come through. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Well, kind of. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Always good to see comedians I haven't seen before, haven't met before. Always fun. Um, Thursday, March 2nd, uh, that is also this week. Uh, we roll into March because February is only 28 days. Again, the calendar reading on my part is superb. If you're looking for someone that knows how to read a calendar, um, I am available um, seven days a week. I know there's seven days in a week. Um, and uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, those are the days in the week uh, in order. Um, if you need someone to read a calendar for you, um, I am available like any of those days. So um, I charge $50, though per uh, minute so you better really want a calendar reader uh use your time wisely i uh was gonna say march 2nd thursday uh would be the next show for me after o'malley's and that will be in livermore at the sanctuary lounge uh it's very uh (laughs) such a classy name um i've performed there once it's been a while um so i'm headed back there in livermore um it'll probably be a bit of a trek be a bit of a drive um so i understand if no one comes to see me i get it um but i wanted to go back out there and check out the room see how it's going uh mean dave runs that room uh he won't be there thursday night but uh he's the one that uh put me on so i'm looking forward to that show and uh yeah that'll be a fun time that one's at 7 30 uh again in livermore and then on saturday in oakland um i will be in a show called The Comedy Machine. Um, it's a competition-based show um, uh, put together by Ira Summer and also uh, Samson Collector. Uh, I don't know why I had to say his name like that, just because he's Indian. Uh, he's actually a Jewish Indian. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, Ira Summer and Samson Collector, uh, they will be putting on that, or they put on that show. Uh, it's a group of comedians. Uh, we do... Uh, uh, like a round, uh, everyone does four minutes, and then I believe it's three or four people from those c- comedians move on to the next round, and then everyone does another four minutes, and then there's people move on from that round, and then they do another four minutes. So I could end up doing a total of 12 minutes, and then if I win the whole thing, then I could also do uh, the show that they do following that, which is a 9.30 p.m. show. So I could potentially get, I don't know, a lot of minutes, I suppose. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I've done it once, and I was done after four minutes because no one voted for me. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's what's going on this week in terms of the comedy. Um, It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, got shows. Um, Wednesday, I'm doing laundry. What? Um, that's how we start the first of the month, people. Again, the calendar reading, superb. I cannot emphasize enough. Wow, I'm really killing this joke. Anyway, uh, in my career. No, um, Friday the 3rd, uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I might go to a baseball game. I don't know. But, uh, we'll find out. It's in the future. It's like four days away. 
All right. So, um, yeah, that's going on. That is all the, the comedy updates for now. Um, well, last week, um, we I did O'Malley's, and then um, I had another show last week, I think. Or did I? Oh yeah, I did a I did a show on the twenty third. Um, I was trying to think where did I go. I know I had a show. I did a show in uh, San Leandro at La Oficina, um, which was a very interesting uh, venue. It's a new venue put together by K Chang, and uh, he books that show. And uh, it was me, Arturo Regoza, Nina G, um, Kevin Wong, uh, Leroy Abueg. And uh, there was one other guy, I can't remember his name, Adam something, Adam Gordon, I don't know. Uh, I think it was Adam Gordon. Anyway, I had never met him before, so that's why I don't remember. But uh, yeah, so it was a nice little show. Um, it was kind of interesting because it's like a little bar, it's like a little underground bar, it seems like. And uh, we, when I got there, there was no bartender working, and then the show wasn't going to start until the bartender got there. Now, usually the show doesn't start until like a DJ gets there or something like that. But in this case, it was like, okay, the show can't start until the bartender's here. So I was like, was this place even going to be open tonight if there wasn't a comedy show? Or does it only open when there's like certain events and then people need a bar? Like, I I still don't know how that how that worked. But um, Kay did a good job putting it all together. Um, at first, it looked like there wasn't going to be much of a crowd. Um, but it actually turned out pretty good and, um, turned out to be a good night for them. And, uh, there was, uh, someone, <laughs> someone that I know that showed up, um, uh, she used to be a client or she kind of is a client still of mine for my current job and she was going to come out to watch the show. She shows up and I was like, oh good, you missed me. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. So that was cool that she still showed up anyway. Uh, I actually had to go on first that night, so, um, but yeah, that was a Thursday night in San Leandro, and, uh, that room has potential, I think, um, it's a good workout spot, um, so yeah, that, that was the, the last week in, in the comedy world, and, uh, well, I guess, uh, I don't really, uh, have any, like, like, major topics to talk about in terms of, uh, in terms of stand up right now um it's really it's really interesting though um i have to say that i have to put this out there i'm actually in a good mood lately and it kind of makes it difficult to do comedy i know that seems weird but it's true um cuz cuz most most of the time i mean comedians are down in the dumps and they're they're self-deprecating and they're and they're uh, mad about life or something like that but uh things have been going well for me um I'm happy overall and it just it it's it's weird like sometimes I have to fake that I'm actually upset about something now um that something's bothering me uh so I could joke about it uh but overall I'm I'm feeling rather happy so I don't know it's it's kind of weird uh it's not something I'm used to so <laughs> uh I guess I mean I I'm not complaining by any means. I'm not saying that it's bad that I'm happy, but it's it's just something uh, comedic-wise that I'm going to have to still try to like work out material 
Um, even though I'm not as pissed as I used to be, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's certain things that still bother me, obviously, that I could write about, but um, I don't know. I guess I could do it with a smile now and just freak pe- 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 freak people out. I don't know what that was. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, but, yeah, that I guess that's the only real thing I had to talk about in terms of, like, comedy and writing um, is, I mean, I know there's other comedians out there who aren't miserable, who are doing well. Like Sam Meeker, he's one of those guys, uh, he always seems to be like in a good mood and everything, and he does well. So, I mean, it's not something that's impossible. It just seems like the majority of comedians, uh, when they write um, or when they're performing, it's always like they're always talking about the messed up things. And it's never about, like, joking about the the great things. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's it. That's all I have to talk about uh, as far as comedy goes this week. Um, let's talk about some sports here. Um, the San Jose State Spartans. Yeah, I'm going to talk about them. College. College baseball uh, started last week. Uh, the San Jose State Spartans um, were supposed to have their home opener last week on Thursday. And then this freaking flood in San Jose. Unbelievably. In San Jose, uh, forced them to switch location of the games. Um, so they were supposed to play at home Thursday, uh, Friday, and like throughout the weekend. But instead, they've been playing in Stockton uh, for the whole weekend. And then uh, today, they're actually playing against Michigan, which was a game I would have liked to have seen because Michigan is like a, a really good team, uh, top ranked team. Uh, but uh, obviously, I'm not there. Uh, they're in Stockton again at Banner Island Ballpark, the home of the Stockton Ports. Um, but yeah, uh, so they, uh, played a game against UCLA on the 18th and, uh, that was an away game. Uh, and they lost that one three to two. And then the second game of the season, February 19th against UCLA, they lost 10 to one. The third game against UCLA got rained out. And then on February 23rd, which was supposed to be their home opener in San Jose, they were in Stockton at Billy Hebert Stadium, uh, which is uh, the old home of the Stockton Ports. Um, I've actually, I actually remember seeing games there a long time ago um, with my Uncle Lanny and uh, Lester and uh, family. And uh, there's actually a great story about this uh, ballpark, uh, historically wise, uh, uh, Billy Hebert Stadium. Um, we were sitting in the bleachers and... Uh, my sister had gone to get a hot dog, and uh, uh, we were just watching the game, and all of a sudden, my sister's, like, walking in the front of the bleachers, headed back to her seat, and she, like, slips or something, or just barely trips, not to the point where she falls down, but she just kind of loses her step for a second, and the the wiener, the, the hot dog, slips out of the bun, and it just... Like in slow motion, it falls to the ground, and gravity takes place, and, and, and everyone laughed at her. <laughs> she she was not happy. Uh, ketchup and mustard everywhere. <laughs> it was the flying hot dog night at Stockton Billy Hibbert Stadium. Um, I don't remember what year that was, but it was quite a while ago, and it's a story that comes up a lot, a lot. So. 
uh, it's one of the memories I associate with that stadium. Another memory, I, another memory I have of that stadium is uh, my uncle Annie and I. Um, I can't remember his name, uh, but he was playing first base for I believe I think it was for the Ports. Um, yeah, he was playing. We were we were heckling him. We were giving him a hard time because he made an error or something, and then. Uh, he he finally got pissed off at us enough that he turned around and he flipped us off. And if you get a if you get an athlete to flip you off, you've you've done your job. You fucking made it as a heckler. And uh, so then the rest of the game we kept calling him Flipper. <laughs> We're like, hey Flipper. So uh, that was a fun night. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was another memory I had of that stadium. Anyway, uh, so. San Jose State played the 23rd there, and they won that game 3-2 to two against BYU. And then they played um, February 24th, um, also at Billy Heaper Field. And they lost that one one to nothing against Northern Colorado. Um, February 25th, they played again against Northern Colorado and won 5-4. to four, and, uh, and they also won 4-2. to two. I think that was a doubleheader they, they had on the 25th there. And then uh, today uh, is against Michigan. Uh, that game is currently underway. Uh, so they're off to a decent start so far. Um, they got a lot of new players this year, a lot of new talent, a lot of freshmen uh, that came into the program. Um, so be interesting to see. I mean, their their program, uh, history-wise, hasn't always been the strongest, but um, it's fun, I think, to support your um, uh, where you went to college, your alma mater i think it's always a good thing to uh try to go to a few games and represent your 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 alma mater i just like saying alma mater your alma mater your alma maters anyway um yeah i think it's always a good thing and uh let's see other sports uh going on right now uh san jose sharks uh they won again saturday uh, against vancouver they won four to one uh, that was February 25th. They uh, went from Sunday the 19th all the way to Saturday the 25th uh, without playing a game in between. I didn't know that was a thing um, until my roommate Jeremy told me. Apparently it's something new this season where uh, every team pretty much has like a bye week where they don't play for, for five days in a row. And uh, so... Yeah, uh, I guess it came at a good time for the Sharks. They have a few uh, injuries uh, that they're trying to recover from. and uh, But yeah, they lost the Sunday game on the 19th, but they won uh, Saturday the 25th um, against Vancouver. Like I said, 4-1. to one. Uh, Patrick Marlowe got another goal because, like my roommate says, Patrick Marlowe loves playing against Vancouver. So that's what happens. And uh, so that's good. Uh, Sharks are doing well. Um, there's talks that they may trade for another player here coming up. Um, get some more um, veteran leadership on this team uh, as they make the push for the Stanley Cup Finals again. And um, we'll see what happens there. Um, there's no real news that I've heard on the San Francisco 49ers front as far as football goes. I haven't heard anything. Uh, in the NBA... In basketball, there's, uh, again, nothing I've heard recently regarding the Warriors. Um, I do know, like, the biggest trade at the NBA trade deadline was uh, 
at, at the deadline itself, um, not the biggest trade, but just the trade at the deadline was uh, Andrew Bogut getting traded again. Um, but then he got released. So uh, I'm not sure what's what's happening with him. Um, if someone else is going to pick him up or what, or if someone else has. Someone else might have already picked him up. I'm just not sure. Let me see. Um, I'm going to be really professional and Google this as I'm recording. Ooh. Andrew Bogut. Uh, let's see. So he was traded to the Lake, or no, the 76ers, and then the 76ers waived Bogut. And apparently the Boston Celtics are now in the running for Bogut. That is the latest news. So maybe he'll be a Boston Celtic. We shall see. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, what college baseball, basketball, hockey, uh, and uh, there's nothing new in football. Uh, Major League Baseball, um, spring training is underway. Games are started. A bunch of talk about the new rules um, they're trying to implement in baseball to speed up the game, all of which I think are bullshit. Um, I don't like the fact that there's talk about having clocks in the game. Um, like they're, they already have a clock in between innings, uh, at major league stadiums where they have a certain amount of time to get ready for the next half inning. That clock I'm okay with. I think it's like a minute, 30 seconds in between, um, in between half innings for the players to go out to warm up and get ready to start the next half inning. That's fine. I'm okay with that clock. Um, The pitch count clock, um, which they've been monitoring in the minor leagues, um, is the pitcher has 20 seconds to throw each pitch. Um, I'm okay with that rule, but I don't want the physical clock to be seen on the field. I'd rather, like, the umpire have to count himself, have a counter, and then if the, the time runs up, then he has to... What it is is like if the if the pitcher goes over twenty seconds, it's supposed to be an automatic ball, and uh, and that's how it's supposed to work. If the batter steps out of the batter's box at all, which he's not supposed to during an at bat, that's also a new rule. Um, then it's supposed to be an automatic strike. Um, there was still batters stepping out of the batter's box like crazy last year. Uh, Adrian Beltre is a prime example of this, um, but. Uh, I don't know. I it, it's just like very little things um, that I I don't think speed up the game that much. But I don't know. I mean, I guess if enough people are on board with it, if they really think it's gonna keep fans' interest to make these little rules, then whatever. Um, the biggest one that I've heard, um, I'm not so sure about the new commissioner, Rob Manfred, but uh, I know Bud Selig was talking about getting rid of the. Uh, defensive shifts um, in baseball. Um, if you don't know what that means, it's like uh, say there's a pull hitter up, um, somebody like uh, uh, Jose Bautista, for example, uh, the Blue Jays is a big pull hitter. He pulls the ball to the left side a lot. So um, teams uh, study this. They um, go through the numbers. You know, they crunch the numbers, and they're like, oh, he pulls the ball seventy percent of the time. 
So in that case, we're going to have our third baseman play all the way on the line. We're going to have our shortstop play a little bit more to the left. We're going to have our second baseman, who's normally on the right side of the infield, play to the left of the second base. That way we have three guys on the left side because he's more likely to hit it over there. So that's like an example of a defensive shift. And uh, they were saying they need to get rid of the defensive shifts uh, in order to speed up the game. And I was like, what? That's strategy. You're talking about getting rid of strategy from the game of baseball? That's pretty stupid. How about you have a hitter who sees that there's three guys playing on the left side of the field. So he says, oh, hey, I'm just going to bunt the ball to the right side. That's the easiest way out. Get yourself a base hit. Learn how to bunt. Or learn how to be a a better like spray hitter so people won't be putting shifts on you. It's all about it's all about learning and practicing and you're getting rid of the strategy by saying banning defensive shifts because you want to increase offense to make the game more entertaining to children. That's stupid. That's stupid to me. I hate that idea. If 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 you think getting rid of the defensive shift is going to attract more kids to play baseball, you're wrong. You're wrong. Kids that want to play baseball want to play it the way it is now or the way it was a couple years ago anyway um i want to play baseball for the longest time and uh i played little league uh for eight years and i always wanted to play uh but i don't know if i wanted to would have wanted to play with today's rules um the catcher collisions were one of the most exciting parts of the game. And then one guy gets hurt. Granted, he's an all-star player. One guy gets hurt, and all of a sudden they have to implement a rule saying, okay, we can no longer have collisions at home plate. You have to slide in a home plate every time. There has to be a clear path. There's something called a clear path rule now. What? The catcher has all this equipment on. Why can't I run into him? Make him drop the ball. Doesn't make sense. I still don't like that rule. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Uh, but yeah. So there's rules like this, and they're going in effect. A lot of major leaguers have spoken out. Brandon Moss, um, really, uh, really outspoken player, um, he came out and said, uh, thank God I know I'll be retired in 10 years because these rules are getting ridiculous. Um, that quote may not be spot on but that's basically what he said is like thank goodness i'm going to be retired in 10 years because i don't i don't like all these new rules that are coming up and uh it's the game's not what it used to be and it's it's true the game isn't what it used to be it's i mean it's still fun but man they're taking a lot of the the fun away um if you can't hang with the game of baseball being three hours then baseball's not for you that's all that's all. I don't think I don't think it's going to make the game any more exciting to anybody if the game goes from being 3 hours to 2 and a half hours. It's not it's not going to make a difference. It's not. <laughs> all right. So, um that's all I'm going to talk about in this episode of the podcast um joke strap. Uh 
Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Um, if there's anything you'd like to discuss on future episodes, if you got any topics you want me to go over, if you got any questions about comedy um, that you'd like me to talk about, um, I'd be happy to discuss them the best I can. If you got any questions about sports, um, I'd be happy to talk those out. If you got any kind of question that's totally out there and doesn't have an answer i will google that for you and tell you the answer for that too so um thank you all again uh those that listen to this and uh, appreciate it um everyone have a good week uh be safe come out to o'malley's tomorrow the 28th and uh support your local comedy uh wherever you happen to be um there's people out there that uh, they want people to be happy. They want to make you laugh. And uh, they just need an audience to do so. So we appreciate all the support we get. Thank you all. Uh, have a great week. And I will talk to you guys again in March. Bye.